I'ma say what I feel And I promise to keep it real Welcome to the Red Road Well, you gotta be a rider Till your fears are diminishing The doubts are behind ya It's hard to grind in the business Got me stressed in the rent room We let that shit up off our chest You know the street nerd has got no time for no caca Sass in class Yes, that's Mr. Bolakaja Never have to guess When you're listening to Hilliard He gon' bring more game Than a shark playing billiards It's all about the crap of screenwriting It's exciting when you turn an outline Into something enlightening Your pen and words Are like bullets in a gun Write what you feel Say what you want Welcome to the Red Room. Hey, Kelly, let me ask you, what if you... So, you... so you got the chance in the last few years to actually get on staff, right? So now what are you looking at now that you were out developing shows, I'm sure, for you to run the shows? What, what, what have you learned from the different experiences you had and, and what you already know? Oh, it's more of the... I, every job I've had, I take away all the stuff, the good stuff. Sure. <laughs> what I, oh, I'm going to do that when I have my show. Right, you know, that kind right, of thing. Right. Um, like I said, and even having a network in the studio give you notes at one time. Mm-hmm. Little things like that, just like, you know, definitely right. I think makes a difference. Okay. Um, do I feel like, I don't, I don't feel like I, first of all, I will go back if I need a job and get staffed somewhere, sure. But I don't feel like I need that now. Mm-hmm. I felt like I needed it before because I came from like I said jumping from right. writer's assistant all the way to Tyler mm-hmm. and didn't have that in between so I was like maybe I'm missing something mm-hmm. and I really wasn't I went mm-hmm. back and they had great experiences mm-hmm. and, and then some not so probably great with some organization things you probably yeah, saw yeah it's just like yeah whatever. you know whether it's the, the number mm-hmm. the, the number of writers in the room mm-hmm. or you know one um, experience they didn't break for lunch you know mm-hmm. with lunches brought in right. we Stayed in the writers' room and yeah. ate our lunch and kept working. Never mm. really left, you know. Another one, you, you know, that's you get, not good. By the way, no. Nah, the other <laughs> one, good. you get breaks. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. We made sure if we came in at ten. Mm-hmm. We always had like a fifteen-minute break at eleven thirty, mm-hmm. no matter what we're working on. Yeah. Then break for lunch around one or so. Mm-hmm. Come back, maybe another fifteen-minute break around three something. Like doing that thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, that kind of stuff, just keeping the staff kind right. of involved and awake and motivated, and right. you know, I, a lot of little things like that. That's important. Um, but as far as the scripts and stuff are concerned, I, I I don't know. I think I can do beat sheets as a group. I think I've learned that now. Okay. I don't know if anybody's, but, but sending like an individual writer, like right. it's your assign your mm. episodes. You do the beat sheet. Right. I think as a the whole entire writer room can do the beats. Agreed. And after we do the beats, when we get the outline, then I can give it to somebody yeah. and do the outline. And be honest with you, a day or two maybe for an outline, you really don't need it. But they can go to their office that day. I know, day. they be giving them a week for outline. Yeah, like, yeah. Why do you need a letter? Go to your outline. office while we continue exactly. working, working your outline. Exactly. Give it to me Friday or yeah. something like that, you know. Right. Once we get to the script, and the, but I'm feeling like as long as we're all on the same page and you have writers that stick to the formula, whatever mm-hmm. the formula may be of that writer's room. Mm-hmm. And come back with a script. 
that if we had gone over it as a group, all our beats, mm-hmm. and then we got you the outline, and got your feedback on the outline. Mm-hmm. By the time you get the script, it shouldn't be that difficult. <laughs> you shouldn't stray away that much <laughs> right. because we pretty much put it all out right. on paper for you. Like, here's what you need to do. Right. Um, so I probably will. And especially in comedies, you guys actually put in some of the jokes in some of the. Yeah, right? yeah, jokes. Yeah. That, I guess there's, right. jo- there's jokes in my beat sheet right, right. now. Right. <laughs> there's jokes. What's funny because I took the jokes out because it was a beat sheet and the note I got back like oh what happened to the joke about such we really like that I'm like I was going to show it to you in the right. script before right. the beat sheet it ain't going to be funny when you right, read it again you just need to know what's happening in <laughs> right. this scene right, right. that's, that's, that's right. the bullet points cause and effect that's, that's it that's like, this happens this happens this happens right. you'll get the jokes in the outline in the script but right. they wanted the jokes I put the jokes back <laughs> so now my beat sheet I'm not lying is like seven pages and I was like this mm. is an outline I put right. the slug lines in all the interior, whatever, mm-hmm. whatever. We're gonna push it. It's gonna be eight pages. Right. Like we're we're. Why won't you just call it an outline? I don't understand. From <laughs> <Okay. laughs> <laughs> But but yeah, I'm just gonna do that with Thanks, uh, my little stuff. Oh, Chris, Chris is taking off. Bye, Chris. But that that'll be that's that's the right. gist of it. Is just uh, I I I learn more of the what not to do kind of a stuff now that I, you know, mm-hmm. been out there and I've worked on my whole career. I, I mean, it was like all black family sitcoms. Mm-hmm. That was my whole thing. All multicam. Mm-hmm. Oh, now I want to switch up. I'm going to go single get away. Man. Single, you know, to, trying to do some things. Mm-hmm. But here's what I learned though. Um, What's that? What's that? Single cam. <laughs> I'm just laughing. We were talking about the streaming. We're talking about the world and we're talking about the difference. People have to get caught up. Let's say like Donald Glover in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. People have to get caught up to mm. the. I, I, you still get notes from network execs that are not caught up to the changes. Meaning, mm. I would get a note saying, "Oh, this is the pilot." So because it's the pilot, you need to establish. Boom, 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 right. boom. You need to do this. You need to do that. Mm-hmm. As if like everything has to be said the, the in this episode, one yeah. episode. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, I'm like, I go back now to Atlanta. Yeah. I'm like, but have you watched Atlanta? Exactly. Girl, I know, yeah. Because if you watched you Atlanta, shit. Because exactly. there's no formula to this. Right. There's episodes where none of the characters are even in it. it. Yes, things are just connected. It's exactly. just, we just following an adventure. We, especially season two. Yeah. yeah. I was yeah. like, I don't know yeah. what this show is. Yeah, guys. like, it's not, it's right. not like, oh, we had to establish all three of these guys, each one what they do. Every episode, they each have their own storyline. Right. Mm-hmm. That doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. It might be a storyline. They may or may not be in it. It might be one character in it. Mm-hmm. Maybe you might not even see the other two at all the whole entire episode. They might right. even mention their name. <laughs> right. Like, just, exactly. you know. Mm-hmm. But they, but you still get notes, though, saying, you need to do this, you need to do that. And I'm like, I don't need to, though. No. Because here's the thing, though. Uh, first of all, I don't think they're giving viewers credit for being intelligent. Mm-hmm. They'll figure shit out. Mm-hmm. They'll keep up. If they really like the show, they'll continue watching it and it, it, they'll figure all the stuff out as it goes along. What's our favorite word? Curiosity. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Make me curious <laughs> right. to come back yeah, next right. week. You know Can't what I mean? put everything up front and no. this is it. Like, we need to know how does a family feel about this? How's that? <laughs> and they're like, oh my God. <laughs> exactly. And that's what's hurting a lot of the people, the shows that are not making it now. Because I don't think they caught up to. Mm-hmm. We don't have to do it. You can go back and look at Lena Dunham's girls. Mm-hmm. It's just four girls. What is really the they show already about? Already know each it's other. It's just like friends right. who just kind of hanging out right. and watching the way and navigate through the relationships in their life or whatever. Okay, right. sure. Right. right. But 
Again, there's episodes we don't know what's happening with all the characters every mm-hmm. time. Everybody doesn't have a storyline. Right. Sometimes it is, sometimes they're not. You might mention that, you know, oh, Shoshana's in Japan right now. Right. That's it. But we don't have to see her that episode. Yeah. But that's that's kind of the issue. They but the streaming <laughs> sites and now the cable, HBO and them are keeping up, but they're doing what the fuck they want to do. Yeah. And it shows. That's mm-hmm. why they're winning all the was but totally like agree. Chris was saying, what did he say? A, a sexy show or something mm-hmm. like that. So here's the thing: I might have I've had my own show, mm-hmm. and I work with Tyler, whether people like him or not like mm-hmm. him, whatever. He's still a, a huge figure in this. We business. got respect for him, which is important. Hey, he got, you know he's, I mean? he's he's in this business or mm-hmm. whatever. So all those things, but will and I've been doing it for 19 years now because I came right. out here in 2000. Right. But but I am not, and probably won't be. Mm-hmm. A household name the way I said uh, the Lena. This is Lena Dunham, mm-hmm. Lena Waithe, mm-hmm. um, Aziz, uh, Donald Glover, and uh, why, why do you why do you say that? Just because they're actors, though. They're they're actors. Well, because, there is that they have right, a double. Right. Yeah, well, they got. Right. But but I'm right. saying, but they're because they are um, in terms of. Doing things they're that all millennials and shit. They're all, they're all, they're all, they're all 30, like everybody's right. name is 35 yeah. and in the ESA, right? With insecure, but but they're all, um, they're all in their 30s, right? right? That's that's one thing, mm-hmm. but they're all are doing shows where the networks are allowing them to be themselves, correct? That's the difference, that's right? The difference. Yeah, I see. And, and, and when we're talking about these sexy shows, mm-hmm. they're on these networks where. They can have the sex. They can curse. They can say the N-word as much as they want. Mm-hmm. They can go off and do some weird episode that you think might be about Michael Jackson, but you're not really sure. Like, <laughs> Classic. <laughs> yeah. Dude, they can do all this stuff Classic. because, again, yeah. it's, they're not getting the same notes. Mm-hmm. And the networks are, are trusting mm-hmm. that they're going to just. That, you know, people are just, they got a following, they got the, right. the viewer, the followers, the Twitter, the whatever. Right. They got their own built in people that follow them anyway, because they were actors or comedians when they first started. Mm-hmm. And they got these shows and they did their thing. So, regardless of my 19 years' experience, all the shows that I worked on, all of my stuff so far has still been network, mm-hmm. except Fuller House, which was on streaming site and mm-hmm. on Netflix, but it's still, it was a family sitcom that mm-hmm. followed the network rules. Just how happens to have been on Netflix, right. mm-hmm. but it was still a network type right. show. Right. You it's know, also one of the biggest shows in the world. Yeah. Could, but <laughs> we know? couldn't say darn or right. whatever. So those little things. So any, any awards that I'm nominated for, right. you know, they're like teen choice awards mm-hmm. or, you know, we, which we've won mm-hmm. like the, those kind of things, whatever. Mm-hmm. But you don't know those writers, right. you know what I'm saying? Right. Do you know the ones that are getting the Grammy? I mean, the Grammys, the Emmys, and mm-hmm. stuff because of their own, like I said, the shows that they can go out and just say and do whatever the fuck they want to say right. and do, and no one's not, no one's stopping them. Right. And that, that's and they it. have the internet and Twitter and, and yeah, all that other yeah. stuff. Yeah, I got three hundred followers. I, I don't right. do Twitter. Right. I do Instagram. My family, my dogs, right. whatever. Right. I don't have those thousands. I don't have the blue check, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But still making TV. Mm-hmm. But. I'm not like you said on a sexy show, right. so you kind of, kind of keep going looking for things. No one's coming looking for me per right. se. I got to go look for them. Right. But the people I just mentioned, people mm-hmm. are looking for them because right. they're on the sexy show and they got the blue check. That's you know mm-hmm. they're validated. <laughs> so, so I had my my assistant sit down. It's Richard. Richard, everybody. Hi, Richard. Hello. 
Dude, the boy, the donut is why I'm trying to diet. Yeah. <laughs> That's what he was ever known as. To yeah. me. One more, one more. Nah, no, no. She just started today. My family, my family be upset. I got a team. If we were individuals, we'd be different. But we on a team. We on a team. So I can't let my team down. So Richard's a comedy writer. So that's why I was like, Richard, come sit over here. We got Kelly on the show. So if you have anything while we're talking, please jump in. And you, while you got a showrunner on the show, you might want to say, "Hey, I have a question." <laughs> okay, I'm just saying, just putting that out there. Why we got you here? No pressure. He's, no, a, he's pressure. A, no pressure. He's a fascinating writer. He has a really interesting background. And every time I have him on the mic, I always put him on the spot with my showrunner friends and go, "Tell him your story." He just—he's <laughs> a fat. You see him; he's a big dude, big football player. You know what I mean? But his background is like what? Like this dude would be great in a room. He's like one of those guys. All right, know, cool. For real. For real. Do I tell the story? My eyes are wide. No, go ahead. I, I have a concise one. Don't worry. So, long story short, uh, my name is Richard Scott, and uh, my high school life was like High School Musical. I went from being like the loser ninth grader sitting down, like dreaming about being the cool 12th grader to being captain of the football team. Um, <laughs> you like, okay, goal accomplished. <laughs> but long story short, um, so like a pivotal thing that happened as far as football goes, I remember praying like, God, what do I do? Do I do football, do arts? And no school was going to let me do both. Right. And the last game of my senior year um, on a freak play, we're up 37-0, my <laughs> knee pops. Really? Yeah, my knee pops. And then it's like, well, there's football. Um, sorry, right? <laughs> um, God answered the question for me. Appreciate it. Lost my, the woman I was dating because mm. I was the captain of the football team and mm. she was assigned between me and the captain of the basketball team. Like I said, a high school musical. Okay. <laughs> Long story short, uh, moved into government, politics, and whatnot. And Wait, got, what school did you go to? Uh, went to Harvard. Um, <laughs> he yeah. always thought to leave that it's out. A little, it's a little school yeah. called Harvard. And I chose that because um, it gave me an opportunity to live in Russia, live in Moscow. Um, I loved it. I literally got to touch the desk where uh, Chekhov wrote The Seagull, which to me is like, it's my favorite play of all time. <laughs> so I cried a little bit. His coffee set. That's that's exactly what happened. I'm I go talking about it. Well, here, here, go. I go, I go full fanboy. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, so then, um, I worked in government after that. Um, I came back and um, I worked in uh, government in undergrad. And God gave me an amazing opportunity um, where I got to be the lieutenant governor's uh, assistant, his special okay. assistant. So I was his body man, a uh, 22-year-old black kid with a huge fro. My fro was bigger. Um, <laughs> and I'm literally beside the governor, lieutenant governor. And I have stories. Like I, This was a story I was thinking about the other week where I was in tears one night because I remember we were waiting for uh, President Clinton to do an event. And he was late because mm-hmm. he's known to be late, but fashionably so, you <laughs> know. <laughs> he's trying to make us stand. Yeah, exactly. So long story short, yada, 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 mm-hmm. we get in the truck and I realize all the lights are on. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm riding in a presidential motorcade. Right. So we get out and, you know, Secret Service opens the door and I walk and I just see all the Secret Service agents in a circle hmm. around us. And I was like, oh, my God. And I look to my left and President Clinton punches me in the arm hmm. and he goes, look at you. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> I would have been like, first of all, look he at touched me. What? me. <laughs> 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 so I'm going to fool fanboy. And my boss is going to be like, fool, you didn't do your damn job. 
Meanwhile, your boss is two feet over there. You're like, you be over here. Yeah. I didn't give a damn about the government. <laughs> so anyways, yeah, those are my, that, you know, that's my life story. Um, I got caught up in a political rhombus with the governor, lieutenant governor, Senate president and attorney general of Maryland oh at the age of 23. And I was like, this is too much. This is way too much. Um, That's crazy. So he's fascinated. Yeah, so like, I, just, I came out here, did the whole, and decided to make the switch um, and just began writing. So. And where are you from yeah. originally? Maryland, okay. the greatest okay. state okay. in the union. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> much just, yeah. much, hey, I say there's a DCY because Maryland gave it to us. Like, mm. literally, we gave the best part of us to create DC. Like, mm. you're welcome, America. <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome, America. That's my story. That's, yeah. a, tit- that's a title. That's a title. That's a title. I know. You're welcome, America. Yeah, that should be. That's a Maryland story. So, if not, that's your, your book. That's your your your, uh, your autobiography. Yeah, okay. You're welcome, America. Oh, nice. there yeah. funny. <laughs> I guess I do have one question since I am here with you. Yes. And it's a fantastic opportunity. Um, so <laughs> I'm one of those writers who's working to get on staff and one of my biggest like when I was a lieutenant governor's assistant like the the big thing for him was the first week right. like coming in and your first like three to five days set the tone for how he treats anyone mm-hmm. um, I guess what I was wondering is what to you for a new writer freshly staffed in that first week to two weeks what can they do to really ease the mind of a showrunner and then really set their mark as a true member of the team that you can count on oh like why you're in the room you're yeah, already in the, in the room, room. Yeah. okay oh, that's a good one um <laughs> don't do what I did don't correct <laughs> <laughs> don't correct the showrunner's grammar or yeah. any punctuation <laughs> typos nothing like that, that yeah. you know and I, 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 I say this in a couple of interviews because it's very like this has happened right because I started as a writer's assistant, so my job was to catch all the typos and errors. Mm-hmm. Once you became a writer, you got to remember, like, oh, man, I'm a writer now. <laughs> and there are writer's assistants, and let them do their job. Right. And it ain't up to you no more to be correcting anybody doing anything like that. <laughs> so stay in your lane. That's, that's good. <laughs> exactly. um, but it's almost like jump rope, double dutch. I always say that. And, you know, they turn in rope, and you mm-hmm. got to decide when to jump Plus, in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. Oh, my God. The face looks special. Y'all can't see the face. It's priceless. It's priceless. Because it looks like your name is Shaniqua at that moment. No, 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 no. With the braids. With the braids. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. That is exactly how the face looks special. The look. Because they be turning like with attitude. Like, you going to jump in a way. <laughs> but yeah, so know when to jump in, and know how long to stay in and jump back out. That's the that's the the whole thing. Right. You can get in, and you've seen jump rope. You see people they get in and do a flip, do a whole bunch of stuff, and it's fascinating, whatever. And then you jump back out, and somebody else jumps in. Mm-hmm. So the bottom line is, don't dominate the room. You know what I mean? And you know, don't overtalk anybody. Not just not especially your boss, but people are pitching. Wait till they're done. And then, you know, you would have got an idea, you're going to pitch some, you know, say say that or whatever. Um, but the thing I've learned the most, though, again, this process is so long. So in a whole week of shooting, it might have been something you noticed on day one that right. you want to bring up, which I used to do. Right. And then I got in trouble for that, too. <laughs> but, 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 but here's the thing, though. I always, I'm not saying always, I'm going to say at least 90% of the time, I actually was correct. 
but I just I brought it up too soon mm. because mm-hmm. my brain works a little bit differently or a little fast because I guess mm-hmm. the Tyler Perry thing right. to some other people. So there's a joke or something that got a laugh at the table read, but in my mind, I'm like, I don't think it's going to make it to the end of the week. Mm. And I would pitch a new joke when we go back to the room after the run through right, right then and there. And everybody's looking at you like you're crazy because like it just got a laugh. Why are you trying to change it? Mm. But you know in your gut is not going to stay. Right. So what I had to learn to do, though, is then you write down backup jokes for it. Because it's going to come back up by the end of the week. Right. By the end of the week, when they go, does anybody have a thing on page three? You're already ready because you noticed that shit a week ago. <laughs> and you can now pitch you your, the pitch your jokes. Right, right. Exactly. And then they're like, oh, that's awesome. So that's different doing it later when they ask for it than volunteering it right. up front <laughs> okay. when no one asked for it and your boss thought it was hilarious. And you're like, you by you pitching to change it. That you look like an asshole mm-hmm. because they're like, but we just laughed. It got a big laugh at the table. Why would you change that? Mm-hmm, sure. That's, that's a, one of my things. That's so, a good note. yeah, that's being good. just being again, staying in your lane, knowing when to jump in, when to jump out. It, it is a thing. I know you can say you can't pitch too much, but you can. You don't pitch too much. Yeah. You don't pitch enough. It's a it's a it's a dance and a balance. And that would be it. But just kind of get in there and then keep trying. Though you got to keep. If I knock down your pitch. You know, let's say today you pitch like five things. I pretty much knock down all five. Then tomorrow you're quiet. Then that, mm-hmm. that's something. You can't right. do that. Because mm-hmm. now I know that you now you feel a little intimidated. But if I see you came back and you kept pitching though, even though I knocked you down the day before, we're good. That's a good note. That's good because I know that you're still trying. Because you know it's not personal. Right. I didn't knock your pitch down because I don't like you. It's just I didn't think that the joke that you pitched or whatever you pitched just didn't work at that moment. Mm-hmm. And again... Again, the, sometimes the showrunner, because they're you're not thinking about the fact that they're thinking also, they're running the room with you, but then they got wardrobe, they got editing, they got casting, there's a whole bunch of other things that still happen in their brain. Mm-hmm. Literally, somebody's like, like a picture in the wall, can we hang this in the living room set? Or do you want to go with this? So their mind is on a bunch of different things. But sometimes once we're alone and you we're sitting, we're thinking, I actually might go... Oh, you know what? He had a good joke on that page. Let me go back to that. But I might I couldn't hear it at that moment. Right. So just just don't get discouraged and feel like you start retreating because something didn't go. It just might have didn't work at that moment. It still might work later. It might come back up. You know, whatever. So, and sadly, I will say this has happened too. You'll pitch something. And they'll say no. Somebody else will pitch that same thing a couple of days right. and get the credit for it. Right. You just got to fucking roll with it. It'll be a big You, can't, exactly. you cannot yeah, be exactly. like, I said that shit Monday. <laughs> That's my problem. That's yeah. definitely my problem. I'm, I'm telling you from experience. I've gotten in trouble. I'd be like, Richard, I'm sit down, you. Richard. Richard, sit down. I'm like, I got receipts. I'm telling you as somebody who has been in trouble. I have it on when you said that. I recorded it. <laughs> you're like, no, I said that Monday. <laughs> so that does happen. Okay. <laughs> it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen, yeah. and you just—you know—in your heart, it was yours. It just is what it is. And, it, and a lot of time, it come from that one person who's sitting there quietly. Yeah, and, and then all bring of a sudden, later. I'm like, this mother was listening the whole time. But, <laughs> but <laughs> honestly, you might think the showrunner might not notice. They kind of notice. Yeah. At the moment, we're you, you're moving, and you you know you pitched it on Monday, but then Hillian pitches on Thursday, mm-hmm. and I'm like, all right, good, good. We write it down. So you're like mad because he got the credit for right. it, but I don't have time to look at you and say, I already know you said that. You know what I mean? Right. I know. 
You know what I'm saying? It's just there. Trust it. Trust yeah, it. Trust it's the just, process. Yeah, it's just mm-hmm. a whole trust the process thing. Right. And that's the same thing I would say when you pitch a joke too. Whether it's a joke or even a fix for a scene, I've seen it happen where someone has said it and it's gotten shot down a couple of times mm-hmm. and at the end it winds up coming back. If it is really funny or really does work, it'll come back up. Mm-hmm. Maybe you in just, another episode. Just, yeah, yeah. You just gotta trust the process and wait it out though. Right. You know, don't don't you can't bitch and moan and be like, but that was mine, this, that, and the other, you know, whatever. And there's there's cutthroat people. You have hopefully you get into a writer's room. Like I said, the showrunner really should set the tone of how the rest of the writers and everybody's going right. to be with each other. And if I set it up where well, y'all don't always feel like y'all in competition with each other, we'll all be good. Mm-hmm. But you got showrunners that kind of do that, mm-hmm. and you're going to feel like if I don't say shit, then I'm going to lose my job when we come back next season. And I think it makes it more tense because mm-hmm. now you're worried about keeping your job more than giving me good jokes. You know what right. I mean? Yeah. You're pitching for the hell of pitching because mm-hmm. you want to be seen because you want to make sure I know that you're doing your job so that I'll bring you back next season. Right. Like You know what I mean? As opposed to pitching because what you're saying is something that's useful. And you can tell because <laughs> folks be quiet and as soon as the showrunner comes in and all of a sudden they start speaking, I'm like, you wouldn't say nothing all day long. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? You can you yeah. tell the people who are like playing to the showrunner or the right. co-EP or whatever yeah. all the time. It's a dance. Time. It's a balance. Yeah. It is... It's a lot. You really got to just feel it out. And every show is different. Every experience is going to be different. Every showrunner is different. Let me ask you something. You, you were know. saying something earlier about, because sometimes there are writers, especially the staff writer, they're usually a little bit more quieter. You expect the, the staff writer to be quiet. They're not sure what's going on. Yeah. So what you do is find your lane. Like she says, find out. Like, oh, okay. So usually that person always starts. They go, you'll start to see a rhythm in the room. Sometimes, depending on what they're talking about, the, the co-EP will start and boom, and they'll just start jumping around. And then it all kind of comes to a little quietness. You go, that's my time. Mm-hmm. Or it's like after them, they usually do, everybody laughs and then I can go. You just see what the rhythm, the culture of the room is going to tell you what's what. You, yeah. know, you agree? No, I totally agree. Right. Yeah. So, so where I'm going with that is I say day, the first day, listen, they're not expecting you to go, I got, a, I, got, I got a joke, I got a joke, I got a joke. But listen to see where would I fit in. But day two, you better have written some shit down. You better come prepared because day one, they might go, Richard, what do you have for me? Mm-hmm. You should have go well. Over the weekend, here's what I came up with for Carl's character. You know what I mean? You should yeah. at least have five things written down. You agree? No, no, you know I agree. I mean? yeah. just, just just staying on top of it. Like I said, you 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 can be be prepared, stay on top of it, <clears throat> and and feel like he said, feel check what he called check the temperature of the room. Just right. just you just got to feel it out and just know you'll know. Sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. but again, this, this, the showrunner, some showrunners are not great yeah. and sadly are mean and make, that, they don't make a great environment. I know people, I know, I know three writers on a particular show that told me they really were taking like Xanax and stuff like every day because they're like, <laughs> their nerves are shot or they're on like mm-hmm. some type of antidepressant or right. they're on some type of like medicine because their stomach is always queasy because they're nervous <laughs> all the fucking time. Like, you don't want that. Right. But if that's the job the show you wind up getting on, it just is what it is. But right. you just pray that you just take what you learn from that show and maybe hopefully get on another show next season. Yeah. And know that all shows aren't going to be the exact same. Even com- like, I think we have a... a, a um, we have an idea of what a comedy room looks like compared to a drama room. Yeah. But it, but actually, they're pretty close to the same. 
having been in one, you would have thought we had a comedy room because we were just always acting a fool. Yeah, you know, there's also a there. number of writers right, that right. are in there, all the different races, the ages, all that plays a role in how the room is going right. to play out. So, you know. Right. Um, I try to hire people that I think are close to the subject matter. Mm-hmm. Um, this Disney thing, so far, the entire family is black. So mm-hmm. that would be huge. Mm-hmm. All black mm-hmm. family sitcom on Disney. Huge. <laughs> so huge. as a as yeah. a big deal. Yeah. Uh, but I know that, you know, the best friends are probably gonna be white or there's gonna yeah. be some other things that are happening or whatever. But um uh it, it centers around a basketball player too. So um knowing people who know sports, you don't have to know basketball, right. but somebody who knows sports. Mm-hmm. Um, know what it's like to be in like you know um, an arena type area, or what that's like. You know what the what the box suites, suites right. and stuff are. Right. Um, people with kids. Um, she, she's a professional. People, huh? The 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 player is a professional player. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good. Yeah. And uh, the, the the daughter of the show is the daughter of the professional player. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. Somebody who has kids. Um, everybody all of a sudden doesn't have to have kids, but I'm saying somebody has kids. Um, somebody who. Uh, yeah, these are where you're getting all the stories. Yeah, from. I'm thinking like all right. the when I'm looking at the staff, you're trying to put them all together. You know, um, people who had a rags to riches type story, mm-hmm. you know, real life or whatever, or experienced this, you know, because I want to be able to get the jokes. You ever played Black Card Revoked? Mm, what's that? He's got to play Black Card Revoked. You, you heard of it? it? No. Okay. I like it. Harvard. It's happened to me. <laughs> I had the NAACP literally he, say, yo, shit is revoked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at Harvard. It's Whoa. a long story. Yeah. Dang. <laughs> See, Dang. Black Card Revoked. That's interesting. Okay. You know black women in the horror movies and stuff. <laughs> right. And your partner's white, right? What's that? Is yeah, your partner? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, y'all, all y'all probably have your card revoked. It's by default. So I'm just saying. <laughs> but in the game, there's questions that are like, uh, if your mama comes in, ask you, ask you there's multiple choice. Right. You know, A, uh, take the chicken out the freezer. B. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> these are something you it's heard. It's a hardcore. B, yeah. It ain't done. Like, take the chicken out the freezer. B. Oh, no, it was like, you know, things that, things, it was a, one of the questions, the things you, your mother would ask that you feel like she can do herself. Oh, Take right, the chicken right. out of the freezer, right. uh, the turn the light off, hand me the remote, remote. Right, 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 right. <laughs> Go to the store and get whatever. And it was like these, you know, whatever. But they're like, the questions are centered on, you know, if you go to church, your pastor's going to, when it, you know, the new neighbors are going to, you're going to have to stand and mm-hmm. welcome the new neighbors, right? right? Mm-hmm. You know, people you're going to leave when there's a collection plate, they're going to say this. <laughs> right, like, right, it's a whole, right, like, right. <laughs> so I'm saying, based on what I know of my show, right. when I'm hiring writers, I'll be looking at people who will be able to get cer- certain jokes. Because new, I know, nuances, like I'm always yeah, talking about. Yeah, yeah. That, because, yeah. because this family... Right. It's coming from one one area and going to another area. So I need to, like, you kind of had, and it's not a requirement, but if you mm-hmm. have had the experience of a jelly jar as a glass mm-hmm. in your household, mm-hmm. yes. <laughs> right. that's a different kind of experience right. than somebody who's never had that experience, right. Right? right? Right. So I feel like you'll be able to give me a little more jokes in this area because right. you've had that experience. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, have you had to use pliers to turn the channel? <laughs> Oh my God! Yes. See? No one in foil. Fires <laughs> <laughs> and turn the TV channel. There you go. Oh that that kind of stuff. All these little things you you look at as you're building your team. That's what I'm going for. I already have before I even sold this idea. I already had made a list 
all of the people I know that I want to work with, mm-hmm. like people that I've known in this business for a while, that I'm like, yeah, you know, one day when I have my own show, I'm going to hire you. Like, cause I, cause I just had experience with them, mm-hmm. directors, writers, like di- literally different areas. Um, I don't know if Disney will allow it because Disney has their own rules, but I also wanted, um, every department has to have an intern. Like every single department. That's good. You know, because yeah, that's, money. there's people I know that like, I have, they want to, they're PA because you want a job, mm-hmm. but do you really want to be in wardrobe or do you want to be in camera? I'm not going to just right. make you a PA in general. Right. You should be a PA should be in, in the, the department, department you that you inspired right. to be in, right? right? right. Like right. it makes sense. Yes. You know, so I want to be able to like do these little <clears> things. <throat> so I'm saying all this to say if I can, if I can have my way and do all of that, then hopefully the room that I'm able to build, the questions you're asking won't make a difference because you'll know it'll it'll be a room of family where you right. feel like you're not intimidated to pitch and if it doesn't go we can laugh at you and you right. can laugh at yourself right. and you be okay with that right. you know what I'm saying like you don't feel like oh I can but, go back and show the, my face where the room you know. can look at you be like he about to jump in oh yeah that's gonna be the face oh here he comes here he comes <laughs> <laughs> and you say something and we can be able to like embrace it or clown you or do whatever you're going to do but you don't feel walking away dejected right. you know what I mean right. so you're not afraid to pitch again the next day right. and stuff like that mm-hmm. that's what I'm hoping for yes. we'll see how it goes but, <laughs> I mean but there might even be like 85% of that might stay you know what yeah, I mean I that, hope so. that yeah. would change the game in itself right because right. Like, it, just, it just makes sense to me I'll keep watching people mm-hmm. Be a PA and they're like, oh, I've been a PA for like two, three years. I just oh, yeah. want to move up. I'm like, well, what is it you want to do? Mm-hmm. Well, I really want to direct. So why are you running getting coffee? <laughs> why are you doing crafty? Why, yeah, why aren't you on the, the, the set PA? Why mm-hmm. aren't you this one? You know that kind of thing. But right. they get the job where they get. But that that'd be my hope. Now again, you know, when it when the time comes. I might be told one thing. Okay. You know? And, and, uh, it might would be you consider an email? Uh, <laughs> would you consider? A few things to consider. Right. No interns. Well, I, had a, I, had a, I had an interesting experience the other day. So I get a call from one of the younger writers on the black committee at the, at the Writers Guild. Okay. So he got the opportunity to be the writer's assistant on a show when he was going in to be a staff writer. And they were like, look, we don't have enough money. <clears throat> but we really like you. We want to at least offer you this. And he's like, hell, I don't know if I should take it. And I says, um, so let's talk about this. <laughs> okay. Let's look at this really clearly. Right. So I gave him an example of myself. I said, I moved here to L.A. to be an actor way back in the, in the day. I said, I came here. I used to work at fucking like Vida Sassoon type of salons. I was making $75 haircuts. I was like, did I come in to be a hairstylist or did I come here to be an actor? I was like, so what is your decision? I said, so I decided I'm going to work at Supercuts and make $10 haircuts, right, so that I have time to go be an actor. What is your decision? You have an opportunity. I said, what is this? your ego talking? Your ego is going, I'm a writer. I'm already in the writer's guild. Why am I going to be, and I'm telling you this because I know, right? right? right. I, why am I going to be a staff writer? And I says, your ego's in the way. You have to take the job because now you're in the room. You, you, any chance you have to get in a room is an opportunity for you to get at the table. Right. Because if you're as good as you think you are, you will shine. Right. Right. So, of course, he took the job, you know, after about two or three days of going back and forth. I got him on the phone with a couple of writer's assistants just to have the conversation of what to expect. Turns out he was more nervous about can he handle you know, somebody scared him that he's going to need to type a type 100 words a minute or some bullshit. Mm. And he's like, I could do like 68. I'm like, 68 is plenty. 
right? You're not writing every word. You're listening to yeah. conversations. Yeah. You know what I mean? And going, oh, just that was that wasn't even important. That was important. <laughs> you know what I mean? And you know, it's just all in how you organize and stuff like that. Yeah. <clears throat> and so, but I talked them into it, and I'm only saying that because just reminds me of where, where, what you what you were asking earlier about like your first week, and it's really just about all of it. Like, what's important to you? You know, how bad do you really want this? You know, and how not to let your ego get in the way because it right. can get in your way. You could be sitting at the table and. Like, I know you're an amazing pitcher. So you're sitting there with, like, a Kelly at your table, and she's like, oh, what if this? What if this? What if this? What if this? And you're sitting there going, I'll never be that good. <laughs> right? But you have to go, how did she create that pitch? You can go back home and go, I love how she, she always starts like this. Oh, when I was a kid, we did this. You know what I mean? Right. Oh, I'm going to start like that. Take the note from the note. You know what I mean? Watch the people who are really good at it and start growing and you start implying and it becomes the culture of the room. Everybody starts pitching that way. You've seen it. Yeah. You know, the whole room would do the same exact yeah. style of pitching. You know what I mean? So anyway. No, no. So, so <clears throat> I'm, I'm everything you just said. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's right. just, it's a, it's a, again, hopefully the showrunner <laughs> will set the tone and everything we're saying will just fall into place as it should anyway. Mm -hmm. But, you know. <clears throat> For sure. You may get somebody that's not that great. Because <laughs> there's, there's some mean showrunners yes. out there. Like, oh, I've experienced yes. some stuff and I'm like, oh my God, why are you this way? Right. Yes. My friends worked on The Flash <laughs> before and after said showrunner. Right. And my interactions with them have changed uh, oh, really? greatly. Hmm. Uh, we hang out in Burbank and... Mm -hmm. uh, I won't name names, but yeah, 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 like when we hang out, like there's a noticeable difference when they get off of work mm, now wow. versus before yeah. uh, because it's a familial atmosphere. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like I've been invited up to the office before, mm -hmm. which, you know, wouldn't have happened before. Right. Yeah. A lot of people, they don't, they're just afraid to like speak or do anything. And because they're afraid the boss is going to, you know, humiliate mm -hmm. them or they don't get it right. They're going to get fired. It's, you can't be creative. You're under stress like no. that. You, you can't. No. You want people to come to work because they want to be there and they're happy to be there and they're excited about the show the same way you are. Can mm -hmm. I just say something speaking on excited of the show? Um, <laughs> as a child who grew up uh, as a product of a broken family, unfortunately, um, I grew up on hanging with Mr. Cooper, <laughs> sister, sister, right. uh, family matters. So I'm very excited for you to have this because I was just talking to my friends the other day because I was thinking like what black family, uh, whether it be like traditional or non-traditional, do we have in that Disney Nickelodeon range? Mm -hmm. I mean, even for me, Gullah Gullah Island as a child, mm -hmm. you know, I got to grow up seeing like these black families. So I'm uh, super Gullah excited Gullah. for you to have that mm -hmm. um, because it's like it's it helps me know that like, you know, the next generation of kids will see that. Yeah. We'll right, see that right. as they come up. Right. Yeah, they've done. They've done. They've had black because Ant Farm. Uh because we, we're in Casey undercover, oh, right? Okay. And they're they're all black still, I but so. I mean, you know, still black mm -hmm. families. Not mm -hmm. it's not like they haven't had a black family right. before, yeah, they but they were what's superheroes. Her name from the Cosby Show. What's her name? The oh, Raven Smalls. Raven Smalls. Yeah, Raven Smalls. Well, she, well, she with right. her and another mm -hmm. white woman living in the same household together, raising their kids together. Right. So it's two women, one black, one white, okay. raising their kids together. But Casey undercover was in Daya because as Kadeem Hardison was her dad. Okay. Anyway, yeah, I believe the whole entire family's black. Mm -hmm. And um, Ant Farm, China McLean was went to a gifted school or whatever. Okay. Um, it was other characters on Ant Farm. I love that black, title, Ant Farm. That's a great mm -hmm. one. Yeah, yeah, but they, um, yeah, so this, this, this won't be the first black show that they had, but 
it'll be different. I, I'm, I'll tell you guys when we're done. I can tell okay. you off the air, but no problem, <laughs> it'll no be it's going to be different. Awesome. That's mm. the that's the thing with all the notes and this that, and the other because it's a little tricky with how do we make this work? Because it's a little more political mm. than anything else. Interesting. So that's that, and that's the part that's going to be interesting. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Awesome. Wow. Yeah, we'll, we'll see how it goes, though. We've got one more year with this knucklehead in it's office. Got, yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, be goodbye. Exactly. So we'll goodbye. Well, thank you, Kelly. We appreciate you coming through and hanging okay. out. No, with us. I wanted, no, I wanted to add it because we didn't talk about it for anybody listening. Did you, yeah. ever, did you guys cover a podcast about firing agents and the whole thing that's happening with the about, WGA and the ATA? We didn't talk about, like, mm-hmm. oh, you need to fire, but we've talked about this probably five times okay all right but so if you want to talk about something no 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 because i didn't know if you have representation or something now because i heard chris talking about he fired his mm-hmm. manager or something like that but i'm repped right now but it's been a contentious relationship yes. i'm in the his pro- is very manager similar. or agent manager yeah. okay and to the point where mm-hmm. like i was i had an agency that was mm-hmm. interested a big one a three-letter one mm-hmm. and said manager was like well you know i'm holding off for these guys instead so pump your brakes so it's just been a lot of that mm-hmm. the past year and a half so mm-hmm. alright so I was gonna say that um, so I don't have an agent right now myself mm-hmm. because I had to fire you still have Sheree? yes okay. still have my manager which I have because Sheree and I have been together for so long it's more of a loyalty thing mm-hmm. but at this point in my career I don't, I don't need mm-hmm. a manager anymore in a right. sense where because your manager unlike your agent Will read your work. It's supposed to give you notes and feedback mm-hmm. and how to make changes and blah 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 mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Agent just reads it and passes it on. Mm-hmm. You know, um, like I talk to my manager almost every day. Yeah. So yeah. we we yeah. So we're that part is cool, mm-hmm. but Mm-mm. with the whole packaging thing, you have to go probably to WGA's website and look up more information about their the fight with the ATA. Um, but we all were instructed to fire agents mm-hmm. yeah, via I, I a letter. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, we had to just send a, sign a letter. And it was mm-hmm. basically like by not signing the letter and agreeing, then mm-hmm. you were like crossing the picket line, even right. though it wasn't an actual picket line. It was like right. a virtual picket line. <laughs> right. And so, but I'm saying all to say, I realized I know more people working now without an agent than they were yeah. when they had okay. an agent. <laughs> yeah. Because Dang. everybody had to get creative right. and did really network hustle? and mm-hmm. hustle and everybody had to do what we've already been okay. doing. Yeah, that's what you're doing. <laughs> Tweeting about exactly. it and you know, whatever whatever. So it's you know, that's been right. I think a blessing in disguise. Totally agree. <laughs> like I always tell you, and I said this many times, mm-hmm. I think it reminds us, especially in television, that writers hire writers. We yeah. forgot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like how many people last season did you refer to people? I bet a bunch. Right. Because I know I got six people, you know, staffed just right. for my referrals. Just referrals. So I people. know that it works. Right. And that's, sure. what, so that's what I'm saying. So when I go, you know, hopefully my fingers that cross that this is picked up to a series when I go to hire my staff mm-hmm. as I said I'm basing it on who I'm going to gel with right. their backgrounds in terms of how they would relate to the topic of the show mm-hmm. all those things more than because they were rep by this agency or rep right. by that agency that's that, that's not I need to know we're going to get in the room and we can right. get along and have fun Right. it's got to be fun right. if it's not fun I don't want to not I don't want to have to get up and be like, oh, God, I got to go on the way. Okay. Like I, I had those days before mm-hmm. I switched careers. <laughs> that corporate world when yeah. you got to punch the clock and you just don't want to go in because you're yeah. just unhappy. <laughs> I want to be able to go in and be happy. Yeah, you know, but shit has changed so much. The, the time when you would, you know, pilot season and this season and everything. And right. it's all so different. The streaming sites have really made everybody have to step their game up. 
Totally. If I can go back and be 35 and do a show like Issa <laughs> or Lena, sure. Yes, yes. But, <laughs> but, you know, hopefully we can do these things now and make these changes. But the streaming sites have really made, the, they changed the game big time. So For sure. It's it's huge, and awesome. I, I just I just really hope you just get the uh, uh, awesome person that's there that you don't feel like you're scared to speak up. <laughs> I don't think he's gonna have that problem. I don't think he's had a problem either. <laughs> I've learned the, the procedure from Hilliard. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. Just got you just, the lab. <laughs> just two things to remember: even though you're the showrunner is your boss and your peer. Technically, they are the parent. There's actually, and I don't, I can't remember all of them. So I'm not gonna go through, it, but there's 12 P's right. that a showrunner that. is supposed yeah. to be, and literally everything from being your psychologist to your parent. Mm-hmm. But there's 12 different P's that the showrunner is to the whole staff, whatever, right? Like, and so knowing what you would or would not say to your parent, keep that in mind when it comes to the showrunner. Right. Number one, yes. And number two, is <laughs> their show. And a lot of people forget that part. That's the part where you would get yourself in trouble. You get if you pitch a joke and it is it could be fucking hilarious and the whole room could laugh. Mm -hmm. And I still might say we're not going to use it. You can catch a little attitude and be mad about it all you want. It's still (laughs) my show. It ain't your show. And if what I decide to go with flops, that's on me. If it goes well, it's on me. Like, you know what I'm saying? But you got to let me do it because it's my show. Mm-hmm. You can't, You're there to help me. You like You can't go back when, when it, the joke just flopped and be in the room and just like, ha ha. Just write your joke and just slide it up. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you ain't got to say nothing, but just be like. Oh, I ain't going to be one that I told you so. But bam. I had this joke that you didn't go with. Remember this joke right here? I put it on my t-shirt when I come into work. I have an alt. I have an alt. That's it. That's a cool shirt to have. Yeah. That, but as long as you keep in mind that it's that person's show, that's the thing. So whether it's Tyler Perry or whatever, it's, there's so many things I didn't agree with when I was working with Tyler. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't my show. Right. I'm there to help him get his show, whatever. When you get your own show, you do what the hell you want to do. Until then, you have to basically is to do as I say, do as you, you know, mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yeah. You're told kind mm-hmm. of thing. But that's it. So keep that in mind. You might realize and be like, damn, they're really. I had a, um, I'm not gonna say his name, but I had a colleague contact me one time. He's working on a BET show. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna name the show either. The showrunner running the show did not have the experience, the background. They had experience mm-hmm. as a showrunner, yes. Mm-hmm. The backgrounds of the subject matter of the show, which is very mm-hmm. odd, but yeah, whatever. BET hired him, fine, yeah. whatever. The writer did have the experience of mm-hmm. the, su- the, the subject matter of the show. Right. So the writer would call me and say, this is wrong because this is not how you would do this because they know because they've experienced it. Right. And the showrunner didn't experience it. So the showrunner really doesn't know. Right. And I'm like, but you know what, though? You can't say anything. <laughs> Just go in and pitch and do your job. Right. But you can't say no, this you can't do it that way because blah, 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 blah. Right. Because this person was high. And they're like... The show's gonna get canceled. Show's gonna, and as, if you're probably correct, the yeah. show probably will get canceled, yep. and you have to go get another show. Mm-hmm. So be it. But it's still not yeah. your job <laughs> mm-hmm. to go to that showrunner and question what they're doing. I always simplify it even this much. Piggybacking off of what you said. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll wrap this up. We'll wrap this up. Uh, p- <laughs> piggybacking off of what you're saying is, for example, like there were a couple shows I was up for last season that I didn't get right. 
But each time I went to the meeting, and I think I told you about this, I would go, okay, this isn't really my lane. I mean, I'm a much darker writer than this particular show. But if I had, if I was in a room, how would I help this showrunner? Oh, I forgot I have this thing about myself, right? Like one of them was for this, this show I won't name, um, where they deal with some singers, right? And I was like, oh, well, people don't know. I've been on tour. I think the title of this episode should be Things We Can't Talk About. Okay. <laughs> things We Can't we Say. Can't, we keep saying okay. things. Okay. Like, okay. We can't okay. tell you about it. We can't name the show. Uh-huh. It's not <laughs> my type of show, but I went, okay, if I was to get the show, here's what I would lean with when I'm in the room. So when I did, they were like, holy shit, like, I didn't know you could do that. You could do that. So I told them all this stuff about my dance background, you know, how I've been on tour and traveled the world and blah, blah, blah. And they were like, oh, wow. Like, I know what it's like to be in my room and get a knock on the door from some girl trying to reach to the rapper. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I could, those are stories that I could use. And they were like, oh my God, I didn't get it. But they ended up going with somebody higher than me, which is fine. You know what I mean? But I at least lean with the strength that I knew I had stories yeah. with. Yeah. You know? So that's what I'm always telling everybody is it may not be the right show for you, but you'd be surprised when you really go back and you go, wait, actually I do have that thing I forgot about. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you might not, you might not have kids, but you right. were a babysitter when you exactly. were 13 and you had this experience with this kid right. or whatever. So there's different little things you can pull out for right. sure that will work in your favor. For sure. For working sure. on anything, but you know. For sure. Mm. Cool. Just know that just you got it. You got the thing. You gonna see him every time you get ready to pitch. You gonna pitch your Hilliard. <laughs> like that. Like, do I jump in now? Do I jump in now? Yeah, Hilliard. That's yeah. your new book title. Double Dutch Man in Hollywood. Double Dutch in Hollywood. No one to jump in and when to jump out. Yeah. That's it. Oh my God! That's it. We got two books. Right. 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 Thank you, Kelly. You're America. Was it America? You're welcome. You're welcome, America. America, you're welcome. In Hollywood. No one to jump in and when to jump out. All right. We're writing these books, guys. We're writing these books. Where are you at, Kelly? You on Instagram or Yeah, as I said, I ain't got no blue check, but uh y'all can follow me. (laughs) If I really, I guess, wanted to I noticed when I tweet, especially when I tweet Trump. (laughs) <laughs> I get a lot of likes And then get really? retweets And I was oh, like yeah. Oh is that how you And then people start following me Whereas I gain more followers The more I cuss his ass out Okay <laughs> Okay, okay. Um, But no So my name Kelly R. Griffin I believe is With Twitter And I think that's how you get, I don't know In Instagram I think it's KellyGirl247 That sounds right Yeah, yeah. So what well, I should. I always say two four seven. It's twenty four seven. Twenty four seven. Yeah, because oh, my, my right. nickname, my family nickname is Kelly Girl. Okay. So well, Kelly Girl. That's the name of my production company too. Okay. So um, yeah, and people can email me as well. I'm always open to emails, but still, my name is very simple. Kelly R. Griffin. Uh, be careful with that. Now one. I'm I'm fine with it. Yeah, okay. no, it's fine because I, I can respond and not respond. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't, it ain't I can put it in the trash if I, I want know, to. I know, right? It's yeah. like, you bug me too much. Huh? <laughs> I can put this in the fishing stand. Oh, no, I've had people, early. some people get email and just want to know, is it okay if we grab coffee? Can I pick your brain? I've done that a couple of times. People have emailed, want me to read a script. It takes me like a month or two to get to them. Right. Because I'm, I, I don't read it and just say, yeah, it was good, not good, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. I literally am like, well, you had a type on page five. Right. This happened. You go through it with a it's red really, thing. really detailed. <laughs> exactly. So it takes me a good, I'm not lying, two to three hours to read like a half hour script to like really give exactly. somebody feedback. Yes. And if I were you, I'd move this scene up a beat. Mm-hmm. You probably can lose all of this and move that. You know, I do mm-hmm. all that. So mm-hmm. it takes a minute. But yeah. I would do it. But if somebody was to email me and like really get on my nerves and it just, <laughs> you just stop getting responses. That's okay. all. It's not, so it's not, but it's, it's a, K E L L I E, 
There's people that so mm-hmm. Kelly R. Griffin at gmail.com. Okay. But that's what it is. Kelly R. Griffin on Twitter. I think it's Kelly Girl 24-7 on Instagram. Right. I think it, you know. Don't send me Facebook requests. I will say that. Mm, <laughs> you ain't doing that. Nah, one. <laughs> I've had that. You know what? Right. I, it, I've had people send me friend requests on Facebook. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I know it's social media. Right. And I know technically we're not supposed. We don't. Have, it's not required that we are actual friends. Right. Even though you call it a friend request, <laughs> but I don't. Yeah, yeah I got yeah. like. I go through one. I got like nine or seven friends right now, and mm-hmm. I go through every once in a while, and I delete because I'm like, who is this person? <laughs> How did they get through? Okay. Like, who are you? I have here? no idea who. I you need are. to do that. But I need to like, do that. Four hundred of my nine hundred people is my okay. family. So, okay. seriously, I got, I got a large ass family. <laughs> who is you? Where you but, at, Richard? Yeah. Uh, I'm on the Twitter now. Uh, <laughs> the Twitter, the, the Twitter, uh, Not the, all the Twitters. Yeah, at <laughs> we are Richie. Um, also on Instagram. Oh, uh, wait, yeah, did you say Dr. Richie? Uh, uh, at we are Richie. Oh, we right? are Richie. Okay. Yeah. Um, also. Oh, on Instagram, it's Richard dot Scott ninety four. Um, <laughs> he I thinks. Think. <laughs> <laughs> I only got Instagram because I was dating someone who's like, right. "Hey, like, follow me on Instagram." I was right. like, "You're pretty, so sure, <laughs> <laughs> sure. I'll follow you. I, I'll follow you." <laughs> yes, and that's the only reason why I have it. Uh, yeah. Cool. Lisa, Lisa, Colt Jam. I'm on Twitter. What fresh hell is this? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's it? That's what it. None of your burners in that What fresh hell? No, that's a, no, I'm not giving out my burners. <laughs> you said your burners? She got I have burners. Three, I have three burners. Well, I have one that's just my uh, my ro- black romance writing. Um, mm-hmm. I just created. I won't tell you that one until I get the book out. Then I'll <laughs> let you guys know. Then I have my two. Um, one's like, like my fandom one, and one's just the one that's just my black just if, if Lisa can <laughs> be unfiltered, Trump, when right? I can just go off on stuff, yeah, that's funny. That's I'll give hilarious. you a hint. The picture. I won't tell you what it is. I see if you can find me. Hmm. It's a picture of some collard greens and cornbread. Mm. Wow! <laughs> you letting them know. Perfect. That's, that's what I'm saying. That's <laughs> hilarious. I'm not going to tell you the the at. I'm just going to say it's a picture. So we got to find collard some cornbread and, and collard greens. <laughs> Quincy Jones. You know that song by Quincy Jones? They used to Miles Mabel is a long. Oh, old. When it was a Cosby show that nobody really knows about, hmm. it was a Cosby show that we remember we watched the Cosby show, right? Mm-hmm. But was this called the Cosby show? Right? Yeah, when the Cosby right. show came out. Then he had the Cosby show when he was retired. It was him and just Felicia Rashad, right? Remember? right, right. But, but you know, there's another Cosby show. There's the Cosby Mystery. He was a basketball coach. Oh no, I don't know that oh. one. Yeah, there's the Cosby Mystery. And Miles Mabley was his mother. What? what yeah, yeah. This? And so yeah, Quincy Jones, I think it's Quincy Jones, is the the the, the, the theme song mm-hmm. talks about collard greens and, and cornbread. cornbread. Oh, yeah, was this must be seventies. No, earlier or later. It's earlier. He's really oh, oh, he's okay. a skinny dude playing basketball. He's oh, a basketball coach. Yeah, it's got to be seventies. Okay, probably around those days of what's the movie that came out. He did. Uptown, yeah, yeah, Ryan at Ryan at right. time. Okay, kind of stuff. Yeah. Like that's what I'm saying. Mom's maybe seventy six. Yeah, it's got to be seventy. I didn't. I, show is first this? of all, I'm not that old. I'm just let me let's clear that up. How I know about the show, I don't know. But I've actually no, watched shows that have reruns. They're just lots of shows have reruns and YouTube. You can YouTube right. stuff. No, but this was <clears> way back in the day. That's funny. Yeah, because it was Cosby Show and Cosby. There was no one just called. I don't know. We'll find it. All right. <laughs> and I'm your host, Hilliard Guest. You guys can find me on Twitter at Hilliard Guest. You guys can follow the show. Screenwriters are all right. Why are you always staring at me like I'm crazy? I'm being polite. <laughs> I'm looking at you. All right. I'm going to look at Look, Eric. it's on Amazon I'm going to look at Thank you. I'm looking at Eric Kimmonger, your action figure. High school gym teacher. Is that the name of That's it? The name of it's called The Bill Cosby Show. Wow, He's a that. high school gym teacher that relates to students, faculty, and family members. Huh. Yes. 
And the name of the song is called Hickey Brewer. Hickey Brewer. Because he, he says Hickey Brewer. What's some cornbread and collard greens? Quincy Jones. I swear to God, I'm schooling you today. It is. It's yeah. spelled H-I-K-K-Y. Yes, Hickey Brewer. Dash. And what's the the B-U-R-R. Hickey Brewer. That's the name of the song. Look at the song. Quincy Jones. Quincy Jones. If that is some negroid stuff I have ever heard in my life. All right. They was on them 70s drugs. Hickey Brewer. That's the stuff you cook your greens in. Exactly. Anyway. 1971 was the See, oh, no, no, first episode was 1969. <gasps> what? The final episode was 1971. What? It actually lasted a couple years. Yes, Zillion. What? Show. I'll have to look on YouTube. This is after I Created by Bill Crosby and Ed Weinberger. Never even Jeez, heard of it. Jeez Louise. <laughs> Never wow. Came and I, went. I don't know where I watched it. I've watched many episodes. I can't tell you where, but I did. <laughs> was it any good? That was, that was good. Okay. It was, it was, okay. It was, <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, any questions for us? ScreenwritersRantRoom at gmail.com. Yes, we crazy over here. Um, <laughs> um, please go on iTunes, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever you listen to. Follow the show. Um, share it. Retweet it. Whatever. Um, we appreciate that shit. Um, give us a five-star review. We need that for the metrics. Um, please go on our new Patreon page. You'll find it in the show notes. What? I'm not... So- Why are you leaning you know like you about I'm looking at Eric Killmonger right now. <laughs> I am looking at the Golden Jaguar <laughs> who's sitting um, on top of your printer. And I didn't say it. Um, Chris Derrick is um, unauthorized CBD on Twitter and Instagram, I believe. Um, let me see. What else? What else? What else? What else? What else? Oh, please get our... We have our new T-shirts. They're starting to sell. People are starting to get them. I ain't got one. I wore mine the other. Why do you need to go get one? Where are these t-shirts? On, in the, you see them in the show notes. I should, okay. I should walk in. Did one fold it nicely Damn. right here on the table for me? Fine. I'll get you one. What's that? <laughs> Let me know what size you want. I'll get you one. Are they 100% cotton? <laughs> no, that no, that makes a difference because if you no, because if you wash them, they'll shrink one full size. I have no idea. So if it's a if it's not, it feels I good. Get, I wore it the other day. That's feeling good. It's not telling me. But is it like thin like that, or is it thick like this? This is like right kind of, ladies and gentlemen. We discussed like it's something like that around my okay. mind. All right, I'm medium. They might shrink down a little. <laughs> All right. Anyway, um, what else? What else uh, He's a lot like of shit a, going on. There's a lot of noise. People still listening at this point. Okay. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> They're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Twitter, yeah, yeah, yeah. We know, we know. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, y'all. Y'all know how we're doing on the rant room. On the show, we keep it real. We keep it opinionated. We keep it what, everybody? Wakanda forever. Peace, y'all. Ciao. I'm going to say what I feel. And I promise to keep it real. Welcome to the Red Room. So you wanna be a rider? Well, you gotta be a rider till your fears are diminishing and doubts are behind ya. It's hard to grind and the business got me stressed in the Red Room. We let that shit up off our chest. You know the street nerd has got no time for no kata. Sass in class, yes they used to pull a kaja. Never have to guess when you're listening to Hilliard. He gon' bring more game than a shark playing billiards. It's all about the crap of screenwriting. It's exciting when you turn an outline into something enlightening. Your pen and words are like bullets in a gun. Write what you feel, say what you want. Welcome to the Red Room.